It's time for exciting Blue Jays boys basketball action on WJMT. Our game is brought to you by Dave's County Market, Culver's of Merrill, The Pizza Shop, Park City Credit Union, West Side Market, One Way Collision Center, Subway of Merrill, Lincoln Windows, Church Mutual Insurance, Napa of Merrill, Chips Hamburgers, Ron Piffle Optometrist, Heinrich Convenience Store and Arby's of Merrill, Merrill House of Music and Home Entertainment, Bergner Contract Carriers, Nicolay Bank, the Merrill Ice Draggers, Wendorf Bus Service, and the Merrill Boys Basketball Booster Club. Now let's send it to Ollie Burroughs for all the action on WJMT. And this is downtown Ollie Burroughs from Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln High School, joined for our pregame show live by the man who always adds more to the broadcast. I still want to bike you up, Coach Peeper, <laughs> <laughs> down on the sidelines. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. Hey, how good an idea is it tonight to be here after that wonderful game Saturday? You know, I went back and did the math when I, you know, could take my shoes off and use my fingers and toes. 26 for Wikes, 18 for Odd, according to my numbers, and 13 for Carter Body. Those three, 57 of the 72 points. But you were concerned about the defense, and you were going to have some words with them. Now, we know that you're not mic'd up at practice, <laughs> but what, what's the key tonight on that defense that you want to make some changes on? Uh, just be more solid uh, in our normal fundamentals. Uh, not try to do, not try to be too glued to our guys. Try, try to really play good team defense, which we kind of got away from. Um, this year, we've been actually a better defensive team for the most part. Uh, but on Saturday, we just... We, we kind of had too many breakdowns, gave up too many straight drives that with no help and stuff. It was just, a, I don't know, maybe it's a Saturday kind of game. We're going to mix it up a little bit tonight, though. I think. Um, well, I know you you, you don't, uh, what would Howard Cosell have said? You eschew the zone, but <laughs> you'll use it when you have to. What The Raiders are uh, just about equal in record with the Blue Jays. You know, there's a couple of top teams, Marshfield, Point, East, West, and then the other three are all in contention to at least hit 500. What do you see with Rapids tonight that you want to be able to exploit? Uh, we got to limit their threes. They can they can shoot it, and once they see a couple go in, a bunch of their guys can shoot it. They have about four guys that are have pretty solid percentages on the year. They, um, they'll mix their defenses. They'll pick up full a little bit. They'll, they'll play a little bit of zone once in a while, but uh, it's mostly pick up full, play man, and then um, and then offensively they like to they like to get uh, their threes up. They shoot a lot of threes, and when they're making them, they're a very dangerous team. I think they've won four out of five, something like that. So they're playing they're playing pretty good right now. Um, yeah, we just got to run them off three point line, rebound, and and continue to do what we did on offense on Saturday. Now you talked a little bit in the post game show with Coach D, two coaches, and I just sat there and listened and went, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm. Uh, you talked a little bit about the press and how it did or didn't work the way you wanted it to on Saturday. Can rap is Rapids uh, susceptible to the press? Uh, we could. We're not gonna we're not gonna start on it today. Today actually we are going to probably start in a zone just to kind of Mix it up. They, there's no way they would be expecting it. We haven't ever come out in just a straight two-three zone before at all this year. So hopefully it throws them out of whack a little bit, keeps them off balance. Um, 
But but in the two three, the two things that we have to do a really good job at one year in a zone is rebound and um, run guys off the three point line and they have shooters. Sometimes sometimes you'll run a two three zone just to pack it in because of their size. But you can also run it if you're aggressive in it to to run guys off the three point line, knowing you have guys behind you that where where Saturday we gave up some drives and layups. We didn't have our help side there. Well, in a zone, they kind of have to be there. So <clears throat> we'll see. I'm sure we'll mix it up. I don't see us sticking with one defense all night, but but we'll definitely we're definitely going to start it. See what see how they react to it. See you know how that goes, and then with only one practice between game and game, does that affect some of the changes that you can implement that are uh, specific to your opponent? Not really. Um, the difference, the difference, the one thing it does, it doesn't give you as much time to, I guess, prepare, put a, a scouting report together, especially when, you know, Saturday was Hall of Fame night, and then Saturday night you go to the Eagles Club for, for pizzas and stuff. So And thanks for the invite. I, I, it's the first time I've had pizza after a game in a long time. <laughs> so Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, um, you, you, you watch as much as you can now. I, the good thing is we, I had a report kind of ready in place because we were supposed to play them a couple weeks ago and it got postponed. But I had to watch their most recent games to make sure they haven't changed too much stuff and, and kind of go off of that and see why they've been playing better as of late. And it's mostly because they're shooting better and they're playing a little bit better uh, defense with their energy and stuff. But I think we'll be ready. Uh, We'll come in with a pretty simple game plan in the sense of what we need to focus on and and limit the the thinking so much is and let the guys just kind of play and react see how that goes everybody's healthy we are healthy cooper wendorf's homesick today though okay so we don't have wendorf um and we're coming to that time of year when the weather has wreaked havoc a little bit with the schedule a lot of games in a compressed time uh we see Corey Page uh, listed as possibly playing tonight. And, uh, of course, we talked a little bit about Bertman uh, on Saturday. Corey Page isn't playing tonight. Corey will not be. Okay. No, Corey's not. No. Okay. Well, when you take a look at this, is the progress that the Tyson Ots and maybe some of your uh, top JV players being available going to become important? Yeah, I mean – you know, you're only so deep at this time of the year. You know, you had you, we had a couple guys um, make decisions that they didn't want to be around um, the program anymore, and that's that is what it is, and you move on. Um, but it limits your bench, it limits your depth, uh, but also at the same time, it gives guys more minutes that that haven't been getting those more minutes. So now, now you make the most of those minutes, um, and when you get them, and I always tell the guys. Any, whatever amount of time you get on the floor, as long as you make it productive, chances are those minutes are going to increase and increase and increase. So you just make the most of what you have, and, and you go from there. And I think I think we're, we're fine. I, I, I like the adjustments we made offensively um, over the last few practices, and I thought we we did a pretty good job on Saturday offensively. So we'll, we'll see if we can continue that. Um, and Carter's due to get hot. I, Car I think Carter's going to have a big one tonight. That's just a gut feeling that he, he's, he's due for, for a big game. So, Well, we will look forward to visiting with you after the game. Coach Troy Peeper, thanks for making the time for us. Sounds good. Go Jason. And we'll be back with more of our pregame show after this. You're listening to 
Blue Jay Boys Basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. And we'll be back with more of our pregame show from Wisconsin Rapids. After the news, you're listening to Blue Jay Basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. Blue Jay 96.3 is W242CZ Merrill and WJMT Merrill. And welcome back to Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln High School. I am downtown Oliveros. Abbreviated news break as we watch the end of the JV game. Getting ready for the Merrill Blue Jays going up against the Wisconsin Rapids Raiders. We talked a little bit with Coach Troy Peeper earlier in the broadcast, and we are hoping for Ethan Robin with a Robin report. As soon as the JV game ends, he's over doing some book work on the bench for the coaches. And I'll tell you, this is a game that while the Raiders are hot, this is the standings in conference the Raiders are 1-4, and four, Everest is 1-6, and six, and Merrill is 0-5. And, and overall, the Raiders are 5-10. and 10. They've averaged 69.5 points a game, giving up 62. Uh, I should say they've given up 69, scoring 62. The Blue Jays have given up 68, scoring 55. So the difference there is more on the Blue Jays' end offensively. But as we talked about in that game, on Saturday night, I'll tell you, and it was Hall of Fame day, and the Blue Jay boys and girls rose to the occasion. When you look at the final numbers, Carter Body and Coach Peeper says he thinks he's got a big one, big game in him tonight. <clears throat> he had 13 points at the half. Very quiet in the second half. Blue Jays were up 42-31, and between... Uh, E.J. Wikes and Carter Body, they had 30. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I apologize for my voice. 30 of the 42 points and nine more coming from Tyson Ott. In the second half, Carter had nothing. One missed free throw, but Wikes had nine and got nine more from Tyson Ott and some real fine play the professor of the post, Brody Lang, playing some tough defense. And I'll tell you, that defense he played in a couple of times, and you heard Coach D talk about it, that defense really, really made the difference. Now, the defensive lapses that Coach Peeper talked about had to do with how easily the Cardinals, and remember, they may be D5, but they were defending state champs, a young team, but their work is extremely good at breaking the press if Saturday night was any evidence of it. And the next thing to think about for the Blue Jays is the extra minutes that some of the guys are getting. Coach Peeper talked about some of those changes in the roster and we keep up on as many of them as we can. But I think the big thing is right now that there are people who really are stepping up and I'll tell you, Carson Wellner was one of them Saturday. He picked up four baskets. E.J. Wikes with two assists. I think it was almost two out of three times down the court. And Wellner, who pounds the boards with the best of them, he you know he plays, and it belies the fact that he's not 
the tallest tree in the forest. And Brody Lang went out there and just absolutely hammered the boards. And when you went through the lane, you know, the, uh, the paint is his. The professor takes care of that paint, and it's going to be very important for him to do that tonight because when you look down the roster for Wisconsin Rapids and you take a look at some of the things like their height, you know, they, they don't have any uh, scorers. They have two scorers, I should say, that uh, are, are definitely dominant. And you take a look at them and you see where they are. And Reynas, but he's only played four games. And he's up there at 16.8. And shooting-wise, Clary is shooting 50%. But when you start to take a look at the roster and you take a look at the heights of these players, Rapids has four or five players, six, two, and six, one, and that really makes a difference for the Blue Jays who don't have that kind of height in the paint. Brody Lang, the professor, plays much taller than he is. In fact, he's now listed on the roster as forward center, and because of that, it's very important for him to be able to keep keep order. I mean, he's a, he may be the professor of the paint, but he's also the guy who has to really uh, keep those boards. I mean, he plays a lot taller than the six foot. Body and Schmelzer and Aiden Houghton, 6-1 apiece. E.J. Weichs, the tallest at 6-2. And those guys are going to have to play with that extra height. They're going to have to play tall as we take a look because when you take a look at Rapids, they've got all their guys except a couple 5-11s and a 5-10. And Brock Mullins is all the way up at 6-3. But the man you've been waiting for has just entered the broadcast booth. He is Ethan Robin. It's time for the Robin Report. First of all, after flying home, I'll bet, Saturday night after that win over Newman, did you uh, participate in practice on Sunday? Is this a full participation, or as they say in the NFL, <laughs> limited participation? Still still limited participation. Right. I'm not to full participation yet, but, yeah, it's been good to – find my shot again and run around a little bit, get back yeah, into the Yeah, I saw gym. you chasing one of the coach's sons down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. before the game, yep. Yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> I, I, I think he's got a future in basketball. He just might, run. yeah. <laughs> he's been around to basketball since he was born, you know, and with us all the time. So, well, yeah. we, we went over to the Eagles Club and enjoyed some pizza, but I also saw after the game one little kid and that basketball was about twice the size of his head, but he was not giving that no, ball up. right. You don't want to give that ball up either. You're waiting to get out there. Exactly, I am. I'm waiting. Yeah. You've been waiting a long, long time. Yes. And tonight, we're coming up against a team that's been strong, won four out of their last five. What did you see on film, Ethan Robin? Uh, you know, they got a couple guys that can shoot it. They kind of run their whole offense through number one. He's a junior. Sean Reynas, he's the only, like, returning key player for them, and he's, he's a good ball player. But, um, you know, other than that, four is a solid player. Three is good, but I really so that you got you're talking about Clary, who's shooting at fifty percent, yeah. and Gilbertson. But when you take a look at it, when you run it through one guy like Reynas, mm -hmm. they they run their so you know he's it's similar to what Wasi East does with their number three, that Justin Abgesic. They 
he doesn't shoot all the shots, but if you didn't have him, the offense would not run as smoothly. He's a great facilitator, and he shoots when he's open, but he doesn't force anything, and he knows how to make his teammates better. Well, Carson Wellner and yeah. the professor of the paint pounded Newman. We yeah, we you know we kind of we big bodied him. So these guys are a little taller than Newman. Yeah. So I, I was saying before you came up, uh, the professor of the paint and Carson Wellner are going to have to patrol the paint yeah tonight. use their bodies and yeah now one of the things that i think is also important is we're coming to that time of year when our our friends you know remember that commercial it's not nice to fool with mother nature we've we haven't had it as bad as we've had some winters but we're going to have a little more compressed schedule what mm -hmm. does that do to you as an athlete when you've got more games each week and less practice yeah like time. you know we had a game saturday we have a game today we have a game tomorrow in anago and like then thursday again it's you have to take every practice like you know don't don't take it for granted um we you get one practice we had one practice in between newman and rapids you know that's one day to prepare everybody needs to be locked in got to keep the energy high even though you might be feeling a little tired get good sleep eat healthy and that's how you battle yeah. with that wait a minute don't you have to go to class yeah too <laughs> yeah yeah. Please, please, please uh, all the teachers pay no attention to what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> but when you take a look at Rapids, you see the scorers, you see they're four out of five, but their record is just about the same. You win tonight, and you move ahead of them yeah, in the standings. He'd be a huge win for the Valley, you know. Um, like, like Merrill has always been in the Valley, extremely undersized in enrollment, and, you know, Rapids is a bigger school, but there's no question we can play with them. Well, that reminds me of what my – for a former high school assistant back in the dark ages when I rode a pterodactyl to school every day. Right. He said, the bigger they are, the harder you fall. Yeah, right we got to avoid that fall tonight. Uh -huh. When you're coming off that emotional win, and you've been around them long enough, Ethan mm -hmm. Robin, how do you keep from going, the, as uh, the late uh, McKay used to say on the wide world of sports, the thrill of victory to the agony of defeat? How do you keep yourself right there in that even keel. Yeah, you got to channel it because, you know, we lost, uh, it was like five or six in a row before we beat Newman. And to get that W in the column, you know, that feels really good to us. And we have to remember how we felt when we were losing those games. And you don't want to feel that way again. So, you know, stay hungry and look to get even more wins. Now, if you're out there right now, Coach Peeper says 2-3, you'd be uh, – be on the wing probably in a 2-3 defense. Yeah. The zone, you've got to keep them off the three-point line, he said, but then you've also got to get the rebounding. Now, if you were out there tonight, Ethan Robin, you'd be giving away a few inches. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's only a matter of time, a couple weeks here, and I'll be back out there. Yeah, but. But, but in all seriousness, when you're giving away those inches, do you have to make up for it by positioning? Yeah, absolutely. There? You know, um, th that's how you draw a couple over the back calls too. You know, when they come. Okay. So, yeah. So, in other words, you gotta. And do, I, I gotta ask you this, for as a player, do you size up in the first two three minutes how the officials are gonna call the game that night? It depends. I I don't look to do that because then that forces you know almost like a bad nature. If they made like one bad call, oh crap, it's gonna be like this all night. You know, you okay. don't want to think that way. All right. But um. So not necessarily, honestly. It kind of sits in the back of your mind always, though. When you take a look at that opportunity coming very soon to be out there on the court and you think about what it'll be like when it's been so long, you're probably going to come in that night and you're going to be just below those rafters. Mm. <laughs> you're going to come in, and when you get yeah, out there and hit yeah. that first shot, 
Adrenaline, gonna, you know. Yep, yep. And you're going to remember how, how not to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yep. you, get, you get in the you get in the clearance. Everybody else seems to be pretty healthy. Yeah. Yep. And that's, We're getting and healthier as the days go on. So. Any last thoughts from the Robin report of what you got to do to bring this one uh -huh. into a W and have a nice bus ride home? You know, like I said, they shoot the ball well, but if we force them to miss and then, like, you know, I said get the boards off of their missed shots, we're going to be okay. Um, they're tall, but not nothing we can't handle or haven't dealt with this year. So I think we'll be all right if we play our game. Ethan Robin, the Robin Report, as always, thanks for coming to join us. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. All right. You heard it from Ethan. We'll talk more about what the numbers say after this. You're listening to Blue Jay Basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln High School. I am downtown Alleyboros. Pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay boys basketball right here on Blue Jay 96.3. We're just a few minutes away from tip-off. Again, going back to the numbers, Blue Jays coming in and overall, and I want to thank Jim Krieger, Wisconsin Valley Conference stats. Got them out today. Wisconsin Rapids is shooting 39.8% in conference, and the Blue Jays 33.6. In rebounds, Rapids is, again, a slightly ahead of Merrill, 24.2 to 23.2. Three-point shooting, that's where, again, Rapids has 24% and 22.6% for the Blue Jays. Rapids is uh, in double figures, fifth, uh, fourth in the conference in assists at 12.2. But free throw wise, when you take a look, Wausau East has just pounded that paint. They've made 101 out of 149, and Wausau West at 126. And the Blue Jays have only had 69 free throws, lowest in the conference. So getting inside that paint is going to be really, really important for the Blue Jays if they're going to draw those fouls. And Carson Wellner and the professor of the paint, Brody Lang, are just absolutely going to have to elevate it tonight. Jacob Schmelzer also, although he only had one three-pointer on Saturday, really did a fine job on that off side wing at times and it moved quickly through his hands into the hands of Bade or Wikes and Ott and all, all three of those guys are going to have to play very much within themselves and EJ had 26 17 in the first half on Saturday coming off a 36 performance earlier on. And when you take a look at the rest of the shooting stats, 
Merrill ha has no free throw or free, uh, two point field goal shooters uh, in the top 15 of the conference. And neither on uh, three or two. So that is definitely a challenge from the scoring point of view. We're going to be taking a break in just a moment here. One more thing to talk about with the numbers. When you take a look at the statistics by team, you take a look at those statistics by team, the Blue Jays are in the position of having... Only one scorer in double figures consistently and points per game, and that is uh, looking at someone who's no longer with the team, and that was Sam Ryman. But the other guys, 9 and 8, are Bade and Wikes. And again, this is in conference play with the five games that they've played thus far. And that's going to be something telling tonight because when you look at Wisconsin Rapids, they're in a whole different ballpark in those individual stats. We're getting ready for the national anthem, and we'll be back with a tip-off after this. You're listening to Blue Jay Boys Basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln High School. I am downtown Ollie Burroughs as the Blue Jays Boys are being introduced. Starters will be Carter Bade and Jacob Schmelzer, E.J. Wikes, Tyson Ott, the freshman coming off that 18-point game. And I believe Carson Wellner is going to get to start tonight. Carson has been a spark plug coming off the bench. And let's take a look at the starters for the Wisconsin Rapid Lincoln Raiders. And the man, Reynas, the man that Ethan Robin with the Robin Report said everything goes through him. Brody Gilbertson, also in the backcourt. Clary, senior guard. Roran is coming in, a senior guard. And the sophomore. Let's see if that's Sligelski coming in out there as well. And it'll be Jared Slanowski, the sophomore. Now, all five of these guys are listed as guard. Now, it's interesting with Wellner out there that E.J. Wikes is going to be jumping, taking the tip. They're getting everything all set up. And the official walks out there deliberately, pointing and telling them who's going which way just to make sure. And Rapids controls the tap. Reynas. Puts up the shot, no good, coming down. Wellner gets it from Ott. Body bringing the ball up. Gets it to Wellner. Wellner's pulling for three right away off the front of the rim. He had the open look, and he wanted that one. Hesitated for just a moment. Rapids back, working the perimeter, trying to get the cutter. 
kicking out. Blue Jays very deliberately playing that zone. There's Wayne is for three, and he did that one for about 24 out. And Wellner's got to tie his shoe. So as Ethan Robbins said, everything going through Reynas, and he puts down the three. That was about a 22-footer. Full court press. Wikes gets it into Ott. Ott dribbling around Reynas, make sure he doesn't get caught in the trap. Oh, Reynas tries to knock it away. Clean reach in. Blue Jays will get it back in the forecourt. Ott to inbound it. Body, oh, chasing him into the backcourt there was Rairn. Body gets it to Wellner. Wellner gets it to Tyson Ott, offset left. Gives up the dribble, Body. Ooh, that could have been a travel. Body drives, stops, pulls up, shoots, no good. Pulling down the rebound to Stokowski. Sophomore. Quickly into the forecourt for the Raiders. 2-3 zone right now. Wellner's in the middle. Quick cross. Three-pointer for the top of the key. In and out. Wellner gets the rebound. Trying to put that one in was Gilbertson from the top of the key. Blue Jays trailing 3-0, 16-24 in our Dave's County Market scoreboard. There goes E.J. Wikes. And they're calling the travel. The baseline official looked like he was going to call a foul, but he looked deliberately toward the official on the far side who called the travel. Very interesting how this, I don't know if these officials have worked together before, but there was a def deference from the one to make sure that he didn't contradict the other in the forecourt. Oh, Weiss comes down with the rebound as Braden puts up the three. So it's 3 nothing, 16 inch even left. And now they're calling an offensive foul on E.J. Weiss. Defender was moving. Now why are they calling it? They're just saying it's an offensive foul with a push off. From this angle, did not see it, but the baseline official was right there and the defender screened us on the play. 15-53 left. 3-0 Raiders. Quickly moving the perimeter and uh, called a travel. That same baseline official called a travel on Reynas, or excuse me, Gilbertson. About 25 out on the left offset side. Wikes inbounds it to Tyson Ott, so Ott's bringing the ball up right now. Pounding that into the forecourt. Gets it to Schmelzer, offset right. Wellner, Wellner dribbles over to Tyson Ott for three. No good. Wellner trying to get that one. And let's see what the call is. It stays Blue Jay ball. Blue Jays will be inbounding at baseline right, right in the corner. Very precise location called by the baseline official. Same one who called Wikes on the offensive foul. Body throws it in to Schmelzer back close to half court. Schmelzer being by Sigelski. Jarrett. And there's the three. Wellner, excuse me. I looked away and Wellner put one in from the right side about 14 out. 3-2. So Wellner gets on the board early. 
Boy, the Blue Jays are making them work for those shots. Now dribbling in, Wellner puts it up, and Reynas puts it in about 12 footer in the paint, and that cuts it to 5-2, or it makes it 5-2. Wellner gets it again, Wellner for three. Oh, Wikes pulls it down, puts it up for the left side. Wikes pulled down the rebound and put it up, and that makes it 5-4. Wellner is showing no hesitation the last two times he's taken those shots. In the lane, trying to put it up. And cutting through the passing lane is E.J. Wikes, who was headed to Sigalski, and he cut through that passing lane. 14-12 left in the half, 5-4. Ott gets it from Wikes, offset left. Dribbles it around to the right, gets it to Schmelzer. Schmelzer starts to drive. Oh, he tries to get it in. It's tipped underneath. Wellner wisely lets it go, and Body will take it baseline left. Body's looking for some movement. It gets it over to Wellner. Wellner, oh, Wellner did not choose to put up that three. He, they, they're daring him to do it, and he will not. They will not come out and cover him there until he does it. Body gives it over to Schmelzer, right. Schmelzer tries to drive, gets it to Wikes, baseline right. 13.40 left, Wikes going across the lane, spins, stops, up, no good. Crashing the board to Ott, but Sigelski comes down with the rebound. Body tries to cut off the passing lane. Oh, going down there. Brern, he's all right. Reynas being covered by Body, now they're back. No, still 2-3 zone. Raiders are not expecting this. There's a three for the left wing, and that is from Brown, and he puts it down, and that makes it 8-4. Raiders. Raiders looking to make a substitution. Wikes gets it to Wellner. Wellner goes in for the free throw line. Yes! Wellner's got four. That cuts it to 8-6. And now it looks like we got a loose ball foul. And so now there's substitution coming in. So that's going to be on EJ Wikes. The basket counts, but he gets called for the loose ball foul. Unique call, but certainly within the scope of the book. Reynas brings it up. It's 8-6 now. Wellner has four. Wikes has two. Reynas, three on the right side. No good. Comes down to Schmelzer. That three-pointer was just flat from Clary. Wikes has got it. 12-25 left on the Daves County Market scoreboard. Schmelzer drives. Kicks it out. Wellner. Wellner takes it in. Oh, he stops again. Nobody can accuse Wellner of hogging it. And there it is to him underneath, and it went right past his hand. It was a little bit behind him, and he gives Jacob Schmelzer a pat on the back. Schmelzer drew the traffic that he wanted to, and Wellner was just outside the, the paint, but pass was behind him. 12.02 left under Dave's County Market scoreboard. 
Rapids still up against that zone. And there's another traveling call on, this time on Rainus. Both teams a little tentative. As Coach Peeper said, he did not think that Rapids would be ready for zone, and it appears that his call was right. Ball goes into Tyson Ott. He brings it into forecourt covered by Reynas. There's Wellner again. Wellner gets it out to Wikes, over to Schmelzer, left wing, down to Body, baseline left. Body comes back, goes across, gets the roll. Cutting through the lane, putting it up from about 12 feet out, and we're tied at eight with 11.25 left. Rapids trying to get cutters, but just not able to get any kind of low post traffic. There's another long three, and burying it. This time is Gilbertson. And that makes it 11-8. But right now, Rapids has not been able to get that ball inside the paint easily. Body brings it up, gets it to Wellner. Oh, if Wellner decided to shoot from 24, <laughs> he'd have it. He'd have it. Nice. That's a nice screen there. And he's on the weak side now. Tyson Ott kicks it to Wellner. Wellner goes into the lane, stops. Passes it out, Wikes for three, no good. And the rebound deep. Oh no, Body's gonna go for it in the backcourt. And the official called it from the backside. He was screened through the player, but Body gets the foul. Second team foul, first personal. Checking in for the Raiders, Tisland. And checking out is Clary. So Ott and Body are in the front of the 2-3 zone. Schmelzer to the right side, Wikes to the left side, and now checking in Aiden Houghton. Reynas kicks it left. Now he has the open, but a good ball, a good response to the ball movement. Reynas looking, he can't drive because he's got two guys on him on the point. Continually going back and forth. Now he's got an NBA style three, and there it is. As Coach Peeper said, he's got eight. Rapids has 14 to eight lead with 9.55 left on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Body, 28 out right, tries to get to Schmelzer, trying to cut through the passing lane. It's Barron. He knocks it out of bounds. Schmelzer will be inbounding it in front of the Raider bench. Schmelzer gets it into Wikes. Wikes starts to drive, stops, pulls it up, blocked cleanly. Clean block. <laughs> Gilbertson gives a hand to the official to make sure he didn't get in his way. Gilbertson with a clean block there. Reynas, and they're calling Reynas for a travel. Tight calls on the travels tonight. Very tight calls. And that's something that E.J. Wikes will have to watch because E.J. can do a hop, skip, and a jump. He inbounds it to Ott. 9.18 left on our Dave's County Market scoreboard in the first half. Ott to Schmelzer, wing right. Back to body, body from way downtown off the front of the rim, but it was good and straight. 
Coming down with the rebound there, Brern. And he gets it back, top of the key, no good. And that one's going to go out of bounds. So Brern got the block, got the shot for the top of the key, and checking back in. Zagowski. And checking out is Reynas. Reynas has eight. Gilbertson and Brern, three apiece. And they're calling a five-second call as E.J. Wikes was having trouble inbounding it on the baseline. Turnover now. Wait a minute. We got a whistle from the official. And he's coming down to uh, check something out. Very precise location. This officiating crew is keeping this thing in check and running this one by the book. Oh, that's into Sigelski. He gets body out on him. Still the 2-3 zone. Right now, the Raiders are beating it with four threes. Traffic. Sigelski cross court. Trying to get the three. Body goes over there. Oh, they're going to call body for the foul. That's Carter's second. I have not seen one called this tight. So the players are going to have to adjust quickly. It's four team fouls on the Blue Jays and none on Wisconsin Rapids. Continuing to work the perimeter. Oh, that would have been a walk, but no call. Sigelski wing right, misses everything. Wikes comes down with it. Blue Jays have gone over two minutes without scoring. Wikes starts to drive, pushed off again. They let that one go down to low. Here he goes, spin, spin, spin. Tyson Ott, left wing, no good. Nice job, Body, with the rebound, and he's going to get fouled. I think that's going to be on Dillingham, his first personal first team foul. So Blue Jays have four fouls. I've got two on Bade and one on Wikes. And, and there's a steal on the inbound going all the way down and dunking it. Gilbertson for two. And he had it time and he went down there and just emphasized it with a dunk. 16-8. Bowden's on ball tip. Bade. And it's going to go. We'll see if it's going to go. Boy, that baseline official is deliberate. And that's going to be the second one. They're waving off the field goal. Reynas comes back in. Brainer goes out. And they're going to give Body the ball, the baseline left. So Dillingham has two. The team has two. No continuation on that one. Into Wikes. Wikes covered like a blanket by Reynas. Out top of the key extended to Bade. Bade's looking for Houghton. Gets it left to Wikes. Wikes for three. Off the glass gently. EJ Wikes kicks up three. And that cuts it to 16-11. And timeout is called. We will keep it right here. We'll try to figure out who picked up the other foul for the Blue Jays. But right now, Wikes... 
just gently kissed that one off the glass and in on the bank. He's got five, Body's got two, and Carson Wellner early on, he could have had about three more shot opportunities, if not more, from outside the arc, but eschewed them. And as long as he, they know he will not put that up from out there, that defense will sag into the zone, I should say into the paint, and make it very, very difficult to go low post. So when they dare you to do it, sometimes you've got to try and at least force them out there. And if you make one or two of them, there'll be a response. So 7.27 left on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Downtown Hollywood is pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay Boys basketball from Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln right here on Blue Jay 96.3 in the forecourt. Rapids, now it's to man-to-man defense. Trying to drive, Reynas is gonna drive all the way in, has it blocked, he goes down, no call. Schmelzer gets it to Bade, Bade, Tyson Ott, Ott for three, yes! Tyson Ott hits his first three of the game and that cuts it to 16-14, six. 45 left. There's a three-pointer. No good. And Bade putting that one up from the top of the key was Clary who's back in. Bade gets it to Tyson Ott. Other side. Long. And coming down with the rebound. Gilbertson gets it to Reynas. Reynas back to Gilbertson. Gilbertson's going to drive. And they're going to call out front. And put it on the baseline. Tyson Ott picks up his first. They're saying that's five team fouls. Baseline right. Gets out. Gilbertson tries to. Oh, look at that push off. No call. And Gilbertson gets the basket. He's got seven. Pushed off as he drove. And that was no flop. Ott dribbling on the right side. Gives up the dribble, gets it to Wikes. Wikes puts up the three, no good. Bade has it taken away by Clary. Clary throws it over to the bench. Coach <laughs> Peeper says, here's your ball back. And checking in, Andre Houghton in, Aiden out. Blue Jays trailing by four. Inbounded from just in front of the Blue Jay bench to Brern. And going through and laying it in. Oh, Schmelzer couldn't, did not get in front of Clary, and Clary puts it down. It's another six-point lead for the Raiders, 20-14. to 14. Andre Houghton gets it. Oh, no good. White fights with it, and very quick call on the jump. And it'll be Blue Jay ball baseline right. Body looking to get it in. He doesn't want to get another turnover. Got to get it in. Schmelzer gets it. Ooh, that was right over the top of Sigelski. Andre Houghton gets it, drives in, turns, looks, gets it to Tyson. Ott. Oh, Ott loses it off his foot. It was a kick. 
And they're going to call it baseline right now. And that was interesting because Tyson Ott, always calling it on, on. So Tyson Ott, it went off his foot. And it'll be Raider ball. No? Okay, I thought I heard him say white. Into E.J. Wikes from body. Tyson Ott, offset left. On the wing left to Schmelzer. Down to Wikes. White turn, spins. Andre Houghton goes in, puts it up. Beautiful job. Beautiful job there. Laying it off the glass, Andre Houghton, his first two, and that cuts it to 2016. Reynas. Offside. Gilbertson. Clary. Clary gets Sigelski the cutter, throws it away, and they're going to keep it white. Boy, this officiating crew has either worked together before or they're like three-part harmony. They know when to look to each other when they're not sure, and that is making the difference tonight in these calls. All trying to get in. Wikes tries to play, knock it off Sigelski, and he does. Sigelski gives it up on the turnover. Wikes going to inbound it, but it's going to be a full-court press. Gets it into Body. Body's being harassed coming up by Barron. Barron gets it Tyson on wing right. Andre Houghton, he gets a three. Oh, Wikes tries to fight underneath for it, can't get it. 2016 Raiders. Oh, there's going to be an open three on the right side. No good. Andre Houghton comes down with it. Oh, oh, Andre, do not hook the leg like that. Oh, my. He had uh, Clary, and he's given up a good six inches to Clary. Wikes covered by Clary to Tyson Ott, 26 out. Back to Houghton. Houghton dribbles in, draws the traffic, gets it back to Ott. Ott drives up, and no, they're going to take it away. They said the foul was before. And that's going to be on Brayern, his first personal third team foul. Timeout is called. Four minutes even on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Again, over on a Bull Falls Radio 98.9, Chad Holmes has Wausau West Lakeland. So give him an ear. Give us an ear. And tomorrow night, our final dual wrestling match of the year Big D and I, should I make it that long, will be in Marshfield as the Tigers, who are one of the top 10 wrestling schools in D1, will host the Blue Jays in their final dual meet of the year. Body wipes each of his feet, he's going to inbound it, inbound it, baseline right. Excuse me, left. Gets it in. Oh, Brody Lang's about NBA out, and the professor of the paint just chews the three. Now, he's way out high right now. He gets it back. He's going to shoot the three off the front of the rim, but it was straight and true, and that's the, the key, the straight and the true part. I mean, he just came in. Oh, my. Tyson Ott comes in from behind 
on the shot, blocks it clean, but they call the foul. That's his second personal. Sixth team foul. And going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line, first three throws of the day. Gilbertson, who's got seven, make it eight. Thunderous dunk. Wellner's checking in and Ott is checking out. So the paint is going to be patrolled right now by the professor and Carson Wellner. It worked out very well Saturday. We'll see how it works today. Oh, he gets the roll. That one went in flat and inbounded quickly by Wikes to Houghton, back to Wikes. Wellner, Andre Houghton drives. Oh, and he traveled when he fell down. He lost his footing. Getting ready to check in right now. Let's see who's checking in for the Blue Jays. Yep, it'll be Aiden Houghton and Andre's going out. Andre was in with the Giants. Gets a nice hand slap from Coach Peeper. 3.18 left in our Dallas County Market scoreboard. 22-16 Raiders. Man-to-man -man defense now. Coming in, cutting, trying to shoot it, no good. Clary coming down with the rebound. Aiden Houghton, three minutes even. Body bringing it up. Wellner tries to set the screen for Aiden Houghton, and there it is, Wellner goes cross court to Wikes. Aiden gets it down, Wellner, oh, look at that pass. He went right up, there it is, Houghton. No good, Wellner gets it and puts it down. That sequence is all Carson Wellner. What a pass as he goes in the air to Wikes. Oh, what a, what a possession. 22-18. Reynas, oh, he gets the step. Oh, no, no, they're not. Boy, they have been tight on this. No continuations whatsoever. And the foul is going to be called on, let's see. That's going to be called on E.J. Wikes. Now he's got two. That will be the seventh. So three guys have got two. And we'll see if uh, Coach Peeper with 2.22 left pulls Wikes. And missing the first part is Reynas of the one and one. Blue Jays trail by three. Check that four. Wikes. Gets it to Body. Body wing left down to Wikes. Wikes goes underneath. Spins. Oh, too strong off the glass. A beautiful spin move to the offhand. There's a three from the baseline. No good. Knocked right away to Houghton by the shooter, who I think was Gilbertson. Oh, a beautiful pass down low from Wikes. That was just too hot for Wilner to handle. We're not seeing the soft passes that were leading to turnovers with people cutting through the passing lane. But that one was just played. It was right where it needed to be, but that was just too hot for Wellner to handle. 22-18 Raiders with minute 40 left. Wellner is out there against Clary, and he's given away a good three, four inches. Oh, he lost his man there for a little while. There goes Clary down the lane, and he puts it down. Wellner came over on the help defense. Clary has four, and it's 
Blue Jays need to respond here. Down by six with a minute 15 left. Brody Lang sets the screen. Wellner gets it to Lang. Lang's putting up another three. Oh, he missed everything. Well, White comes down with it. Blocked, and they're going to call the foul. And that's going to be on Clary. Team's fourth foul. So at the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line, E.J. Wikes, he's got five on a two and a three. Wikes dribbles twice, puts it up, swish. Nothing but the bottom of the net. He's got six. 24-19, minute four left. Wikes puts up the second and puts that one down. So he's got seven. 24-20, Reynas gets it in the forecourt, gets it to Clary. Clary thinks about the three and holds on to it. Tries to get down low, but Reynas could not get free of Bade. Now Reynas gets it behind a, a little bit of a screen, and now he's holding it for the last shot. The Raiders back off, 40 seconds left. Brody Lang is making sure that nobody's going to get past him and drive. Now he jumps out. He was on Brern. 26 seconds left, kicked out. Clary kicks it cross court. Boy, I'm surprised they had a couple open looks, but Rapids is playing for one. Body. Uh, Wellner, Wellner's gonna get called. He went out and jumped out on it the way they're calling this one tonight. Now let's see if that's his first or second personal. It's the eighth team foul, so it's still one and one. That's Wellner's first, so I'll have to try to figure out where I missed one. Coach Peeper making an argument. Rain is going in. He's 0 for 1 from the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line, and he's now 1 for 2. That makes it 25-20 with 8.2 seconds left. Checking back in for the Raiders is Dillingham. And checking out is Brern. Reynas is shooting one. And he puts that down. So he's got 10 for the first half. 26-20, 8.2 seconds left. Body's being harassed in the backcourt. Wellner sets a clean screen. Body puts up the three. No good. What a screen by Carson Wellner. Wellner's had a strong first half. And we'll be back with our halftime show after this. You're listening to Blue Jay Basketball. It's 26-20 on the road in Wisconsin Rapids. Raiders leading on Blue Jay 96-3. Welcome back to Lincoln High School Gymnasium. I am downtown Oliveros at the half. Merrill boys are trailing Rapids 26-20 on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. A bucket for Bade, a two, a three, and two for two in the only Pine Ridge Mobile free throw trip. Seven for E.J. Wikes, a three for Tyson Ott. 
And a two for Andre Houghton. And three buckets down in the paint for Weltner. So you take a look at it for the Blue Jays. Six twos, two threes, two for two from the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line for 20 points at the half. There's been tight defense and very tight calls on the officiating to keep this one well in check. For Wisconsin Rapids, Reynas has two threes, a two and two for three from the line, and that will give him 10 points. An emphatic dunk from Gilbertson. He has two twos, a three, and two for two from the line. So he has nine. Two buckets for Clary. He has four. And one three for Brern. And that takes it to 26. So you see five buckets for the Raiders. Twos, but four threes and four for five from the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line for their 26 points. So the key right now, that zone defense that the Blue Jays started out with, it kept the Raiders in check, but four of their first five baskets were from the perimeter. They have not been able to get a solid low post game started, but Carson Wellner has been the key tonight. They did lose that one, a sharp pass on a turnover, but he drove the baseline, went up, and when he went up with his offhand from baseline left across to wing right, he passed to Wikes, and Wikes then passed it down, I believe it was to Houghton, and that really did it. But then the next time down, when the Blue Jays needed one, Wellner came in again on the baseline left and put that ball in the hole. And so right now, the Blue Jays, their foul trouble, they had eight in the first half. I've got one for Wellner and two each for Ott, Wikes, and Body. So all three of those guys who were the three amigos, 57 of the 72 points came from them on Saturday night. They have all got to stay out of foul trouble because a third foul and somebody's going to have to go sit for a few minutes. And the Blue Jays need all three of them out there. But Carson Wellner and to an extent Brody Lang. Brody Lang attempted, I think, two threes and they were straight. Now you say, well, they didn't go in. That's correct, but they weren't offline. When they're straight, then it's just a matter of matching your output to the range, not getting the elbow back in as it were because those threes are the difference right now. Four for the Raiders and two for the Blue Jays. And if the Blue Jays can get the outside shooting going, Coach Pieper talked about in the pregame show and Robin in the Robin report that right now the challenge for the Blue Jays was defensively but Rapids has played a tough defense, and it's been a very clean game. Very few of the difficulties that we saw on Saturday night. 
And Lakeland is up 51-19 with 16-12 left in the second half over the Wausau West girls. So Lakeland is having a good night. I do not know. I'd have to check whether West is at home or on the road. But the Thunderbirds 51-19 early in the second half. We're going to take another break. At the half, it is Wisconsin Rapids Raiders 26, Blue Jays 20. You're listening to Blue Jay Boys Basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln High School. I am downtown Oliveros bringing you Blue Jay basketball right here on Blue Jay 96-3. Second half action starts. Raiders up 26-20, going from right to left now. Clary gets it from Reynas. Sigelski. Gilbertson. Gilbertson gets it down to Reynas in the corner. He drops in, gets it back. Nice, tight defense. Schmelzer. Yep, Schmelzer's going to get called on that one, the way they're calling it tonight. He tried to hook him, and that's first personal. Let's see if that's, no, that's his second one. So Schmelzer's the one I missed the foul on in the first half. My apologies to those keeping score with me. Baseline right, inbound. Reynas has it wing right. Driving the lane. Oh, no, he doesn't get it. And getting the rebound is odd and very Close call, and they're going to give it to the baseline. I'll tell you that this official tells exactly where that ball's coming in, and that's going to be on Clary. That's his second personal first team foul. So with first 35 seconds left, two fouls, one each way. Wikes inbounds it to Ott. Ott comes across the 10-second line, gets it to Wellner. Wellner, Wikes right side, back to Wellner. Uh, Wellner, if he were with the Raiders, he'd be putting those up. And they know, and they're just sagging into the lane. They're just, Raiders are just sagging into the lane. Body starts to drive, steps back. Tyson Ott, Wellner. Wellner gets it to Ott. Ah, Reynas cuts the passing lane. He jumped the route. Reynas tries to go underneath. Blocked. Contact, but no call. Ott. Gets it into the forecourt. Reynas is right there. 16-33 left. No score in the second half. Raiders up by six. Wellner gets run over. No call. Ball shot in the lane by Ott. No good. Reynas comes down with the rebound. Gilbertson gets it to Sigelski. Back to Gilbertson on the left side. Long three. No good. Knocked away. Very nice job by Gilbertson. There's a three. No good. Ott gets it, and they're going to call. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, now here's how good officiating works. The trailing official called the jump. The one on the front side called the foul, and they're going to call it a jump. No, they're going to call the foul. Now that's how it's supposed to work. The first personal, that's on Sigelski, second team foul, as soon as there was the call, because the trailing official made the call, and the Rapids coach gets the gets the explanation. He may not like it, but he got it. Very, very well-organized officiating tonight. Best we've seen all year. Bade 
gets it. Wellner, Wellner's all there, and they're, and they're just leaving him out there. Clary was in the middle of the lane because they're playing the zone. He's playing zone while the rest is man-to-man. Weichs blocked cleanly up top by Clary. Wellner avoids the foul in the backcourt. There's a three from Clary. No good. Wellner clears the board, gets it to Bade. No score here with two, almost two and a half minutes gone in the second half. 15.30 left. There's Bade for three. Yes! Bade gets the three with a hand in his face. And now we got a whistle. And they're giving a bench warning right now to Coach Peeper. He's gotten his bench warning. And now I think they're telling him, you got the warning, you got to sit. And they're having the words, and they both walk away smiling. So the referee got his point across and noted it in the scorebook. It's official warning. So Peeper did not get teed and does not have to sit. 26-23, 15-16 left. Rapids again working the perimeter. They are not really getting. Clary cuts down, and the Blue Jays are back in the 2-3. And they're making the they're making them work. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, my goodness. He was outside the volleyball line, drives in, whistle called, and they give the continuation that time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Now, Coach Peeper is saying that was not the way you called it in the first half, and that's going to be the third foul on body. And Coach Peeper has a legitimate beef there. And going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line and completing the three-point play is Gilbertson. So that makes it 29-23, back to six-point lead. Ott goes down, drives it, puts it up, missed everything. Body's making sure he does not pick up another foul. Tyson Ott tried to shut him off. Cross court, there's a long three and burying it. Brairn, he's got six on two threes, and now it's a nine-point Rapids lead. Ott looking for help. Wellner. Wellner starts to dribble in. Now he's going to try and get something. Ah, and he fell down and made the pass, and Gilbertson picks it up. Driving in, and they're going to call Reynas for a travel, and he is incredulous. Gives a look to that trailing official. Rapids coach says something to that official. There, there is definitely communication between the coaches and at least the one official who's often on that side. 32-23, 13-51 left. Body gets it to Wellner. They're just going to sag off Wellner. There's Melzer. Oh, pretty play. Schmelzer cut across the lane. It's down to seven. Blocked by Ott. Ott quickly in the fourth court. Schmelzer. Oh. And drawing this third personal is going to be Clary. 
Third team foul here in the second half and going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. Jacob Schmelzer just made that basket and he just drove down the baseline left. Coach Peeper talking to Wellner. Wellner just doesn't have the confidence. He's had about six opportunities to shoot the threes and they're sagging off him, just daring him to do it. Schmelzer shooting the first of two and he gets it. That brings it back to a six point lead. Sigelski goes out and Dillingham comes in for the Raiders. Schmelzer shooting the back half. Official holds the ball till everybody's in position. Schmelzer puts it up. No good. Coming down with the rebound. Rapids. They're going to call the foul on Wikes. He was going for a one was going to call for a jump ball and the other was going to call for the foul. And Wikes picks up his third. And the third on the Blue Jays. So now Wikes and Bade each have three. We'll see how that plays out with 13-15 left. Rapids very deliberate right now. Running the circle across from right to left down the baseline. Looking for a mismatch and now driving. Try Dillingham and he gets shut off. Oh, Wellner almost cuts the passing lane. Wellner's out there making sure he's playing as much vertically as he can. Driving, putting it off the glass, no good. Coming down with it is Wikes. And he's going to get called for the travel as he rolled over. He, he had possession of the ball, but then he rolled with it. Tried to get to his feet or to a passing position. Another turnover for the Blue Jays, but that was a very, very good defensive play there. Heads-up play on the part of the Blue Jays. Reynas gets it back from the inbounds on Dillingham. Dillingham tries to set the screen off. Dillingham has it, gets it to Clary. Clary's driving, gets it to Reynas. Reynas goes from right to left. Reynas tries to dribble into traffic. There it is, three from the right side. No good, Body gets it. And boy, he gets harassed from behind. There it is to Tyson Ott. Ott looks for Schmelzer down low. Ott decides to go to the hole and puts it down. Tyson Ott, he's got two and a half, five in the game, and that cuts it to 32 28, four points. Odds making him work. Was making Dillingham work. Oh, Dillingham tried to go in, and there's a call from the far side official. Baseline didn't call it. Far side, and they're going to call that on Tyson Ott. Now Ott's got three. Fourth team foul, and going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line, Dillingham who's got two fouls and nothing else. Well, now he's got the free throw. That makes it 33-28. Blue Jays trailing by five with 11.53 left. And he misses the second. Came up a little short. Coming down with the rebound was Wellner. Wikes. Wikes gets around the screen from Wellner. Puts up the three. No good. And everybody was moving back. And so Reynas picked up the rebound about 12 feet out and a right. 
Now he's trying to get past Body. Body picks it up, steals it. Oh, he was held in the backcourt. No foul, but Body takes it in. It was a reach foul, and they didn't call it. 33-30. Blue Jays trailing by three with 11-19 left. Flaherty offset right to Gilbertson. Gilbertson harassed by Schmelzer, gets it underneath. Clary's blocked from behind, and Body's pleading his case, but he's going to get called, I believe, for his fourth. Coach Peeper's trying to figure out what to do, and he's going to send in Andre Houghton. That's the fifth team foul on the Blue Jays. And going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line is Clary, I believe. And he gets the roll. He's got five, one and a half and five. That takes it back to 34-30. Sigelski's back in and Brern goes out. Shooting the second from the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. Flaherty and he puts it down. So that takes it back to 35-30 with 11.05 left. Wikes brings it inbounds from Schmelzer. Wellner tries to set the screen. It goes over to Houghton. Houghton's up for three. Up and over. Didn't touch anything, but up and over. And so it'll be Rapids ball. And in the forecourt right now. Trying to kick it left. Reynas, he's going to try to drive. Tries the spin move. Goes in the lane. Puts it up. And he got it. That was a pretty play from Reynas. That makes it 37-30. So the Blue Jays got it to four. Now it's back to seven. Tyson Ott kicks it out to Schmelzer. The Wikes left. Tyson Ott. Wellner. Wellner's. He's going to step in. And then he's going to get it to Houghton. And there's Wellner in the lane. Gets it down to Houghton. Out to Ott. Ott drives. Stops. Looks. Puts it up. And no good, he didn't get the roll. Two bounces and out. And quickly the Raiders get it into the forecourt. Again, they're working the perimeter. And thinking about the three. Driving, kicks back, Reynas. Reynas drives, has the ball knocked away, and it'll stay Rapids ball. Houghton tried to make a case, I think, or Schmelz or one of them. And baseline official rejected the plea. So baseline right, 37-39, 54 left under Dave's County Market scoreboard. Oh, it's tipped by Ott. He gets it back, two on one. Ott goes up, no good. Sigelski, Wikes, yes! E.J. Wikes gets it in on the rebound. And that cuts it to 37-32, 9.38 left in the second half. On left wing, Clary, no good, comes down to Schmelzer. Schmelzer brings it up, gets it to Houghton, Houghton for three, yes! Houghton drops the three, and there's a timeout, and we'll take one as well. 37-35, Raiders, 9-20 left. You're listening to Blue Jay Boys Basketball on Blue Jay 96-3. Merrill Ice Drink proudly support Merrill High School sports. As part of the community since 1965, the Ice Drinkers are a dedicated group of men and women who volunteer their time for the love of their sport. 
Races take place Saturdays on Lake Alexander starting January 20th through February 24th, always weather permitting. Visit Merrill Ice Drags on Facebook and MerrillIceDrags.com for race dates and updates. Volunteers and sponsors are always welcome. Go Blue Jays! Hey, it's Ryan from Westside Market. Did you know just three doors down on the same block of the store, Mark and I opened the Easy Wash laundromat January of last year. The Easy Wash is open seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. We promise it's the cheapest, brightest, cleanest laundromat in town. Laundry day might not be your favorite day, but we want you to look forward to doing it with us. 1500 West Main Street, just across the Six Ward Bridges in Merrill. Check out our Facebook page, Easy Wash. We can't wait to see you. And that timeout was taken by Wisconsin Rapids. The possession arrow belongs to the Blue Jays. And they've closed the gap, 37-35. Reynas brings the ball up. Very deliberate offense tonight. Trying to run Houghton into the screen, which they do, and then quickly out to the left wing. Reynas, he's got odd on him. Trying to get traffic. There's Clary going in. The give and go. Beautiful play. Clary gets it. That makes it 39-35. Clary had the, the offensive position. Schmelzer gets it down to Wikes. Wikes drives up, tries to get it out. Yeah, he got into traffic. And now they're going to call Wellner in the backcourt, a backcourt foul. Carson Wellner, that's his second, the team's sixth. So from here on, with 8.41 left, it'll be in the penalty. Only three fouls on Rapids. Blue Jays again trailing by four. Gets it down to Sigelski. Sigelski kicks it out, three point on the right. Oh, that was a beautiful. And that's the third three for Brainerd. And that takes it back up to a seven point lead. Wikes from way downtown, he hits it. EJ Wikes responds with a three. He's got five in the second half, 12 in the game. That cuts it back to four. Blue Jays needed that one. Reynas drives, kicks it out. Clary goes up. Oh, he was short. Schmelzer picks it up on a deflection on the rebound. 7.50 left. Ooh, Schmelzer lost it, but Wellner gets it back. E.J. Wikes eschews the screen. Dribbles down, puts it off. Too hard off the glass. Picking it up. Goes back. Oh, there's a foul. Good call. And they'll be on the side. That's going to be on Brarin, his second personal fifth team foul. Okay, well, I've got him with two. They say one, but it's the fourth team foul. So inbounds to Wellner from Houghton. Aiden, that is. Wikes drives, puts it up. Yes! EJ kissed that one off the glass. He's got 14 in the game. That cuts it to 42, 47, 27 left. Reynas drives, puts it off, and good. Reynas turned his shoulder to screen, and that takes it to 44, 40. Blue Jays hanging in there on the road. Wikes for three, no good. Rebound brought down by Clary. Wellner trailing him, but there was no way to get in. Blue Jays need to stop. Reynas spins, walks, and there is the call. 
And so it'll be the Blue Jays' ball. So the Blue Jays forced Reynas to try to pass it. He took the extra step on the pass. So Wyke's inbounding to Ott. Seven even on our Daves County Market scoreboard. Blue Jays trailing 44-40. to And uh, again, the official having a discussion. He spent most of that time down that side. And he had another discussion with the Rapids coach who I think was looking for the foul. Tyson Ott to Wellner. Wellner dribbles, gets it to Schmelzer, top of the key. Gets it back to Tyson Ott. Ott drives down, looks, gets inside to Wikes, spins up, no good, short on the layup. A beautiful spin move and he just came up short. 6.30 left, 44-40. EJ Wikes trying to take this one over. Reynas kicks it left. Oh, there's the three. No, he's going to drive. Oh, pretty play. Gilbertson drove in and with the right hand from the left side, and that makes it 46-40, back to six. Blue Jays need to put a ball in the hoop right now. Wikes, right side, gets it down to Houghton. Houghton puts it up. No good. Ah, oh, coming down Cleary. Houghton was in a tough spot, tough shot off the rim. Reina slows it up with 5.50 left. Blue Jays trailing by six. Driving, and they're going to call Schmelzer on the outside, and that's going to be the seventh. That'll be Schmelzer's third, and the seventh team foul, and going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line will be Gilbertson. Gilbertson had nine in the first half, including an effusive, I mean, dunk on a steal. He puts up the first and puts it down. So he gets the second. He's got six in the second half, 15 in the game. That makes it 47-40. Raiders takes a deep breath, puts up the second. He's five for five from that Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. And that makes it 48-40 with 5.40 left. Blue Jays need a three right now. Ott works the perimeter, gets it to Schmelzer. Wellner, now they're jumping out on Wellner. Wikes for three from the right side, yes! And Wikes now has 10 in the second half, 17 in the game. That cuts it to five point lead. There goes Reynas, and they're gonna call the foul on the drive. Oh, they're gonna call a two shot, okay. One and one, okay, it's one and one, all right. 5.15 left, going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. That's Wellner's third personal. The eighth team foul on the Blue Jays. And Reynas will be shooting one and one. Blue Jays trailed by six at the half, and they trail now by six again as Reynas puts it down. He's got five in the second half, 15 in the game. Reynas takes it, puts it down. That is eight for nine in the second half free throws for the Raiders. Ott brings it up. Wellner tries to set the screen. Driving Schmelzer and they're gonna call the push on Sigelski. That'll be the fifth team foul. Blue Jays will inbound baseline right. 
Body singles, signals one. Wikes and Wellner either side of the free throw line. It goes into Wellner. Now Clary is out on him. Even though Wellner, now Wellner drives and loses it. Oh. And Coach Peeper pleads his case. And the official very nicely said no. Wellner did not see it go off of, or uh, Peeper did not see it go off of the Raiders player. Now Reynas, oh boy, now there, there's a long three. And again, Gilbertson. And the Blue Jays are going to take a timeout on a 5-6-0 run with 4.46 left. We're going to take it as well. It's the Raiders 53, the Blue Jays 43. You're listening to Blue Jay Boys Basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Lincoln Rapids, uh, Wisconsin Rapids, Lincoln High School, downtown Alibaba's. Pleased to be bringing you Blue Jay Boys Basketball and the Raiders are on a 6-0 run, and they lead by 10 with 4.43 left. Blue Jays are in the penalty. Wellner, now Clary's backing off from him. Clary's clogging that middle. Very loose man-to-man on Wellner because they don't believe Wellner's going to take the three. Wikes drives, kicks it out to Body. Body for three. No good off the rim. Comes down, and Wikes couldn't get to it before Gilbertson pulled down it. Gilbertson's got 19 on the night. Reynas gets it to Gilbertson. Gilbertson drives on odd. Wellner jumps out. Sigelski also, like Wellner, is not a threat on the three, but Clary is. Wellner's picking up him, giving away a good two, three inches there. 3.50 left. Blue Jays trailing by 10. Rapids very content right now to just Move the ball. Now Rain is gone. Oh, he goes in. And Wellner makes sure he doesn't pick up the foul. And that makes it eight and an 8 0 run. And now it's 55 43 Raiders. Odd kicks it to Wellner. Wellner gets it to Wikes. Wikes. Blue Jays had closed it to two. Just could not get over that top. Wellner tries to look cross court. Ott, Ott's out past the volleyball line. He's driving down, cut off. Wikes goes in the lane. Ah, the pass was behind him. From Ott, and another turnover for the Blue Jays. Three minutes left on our Dave's County Market scoreboard. Rapids very deliberate now. The absence of a shot clock affects the game dramatically. 2.45 2.45 left. Reynas drives. Oh, he's going in. And they're going to call a block there and a two-shot foul. And that's going to be on Schmelzer. And that's his fourth and the team's ninth. So going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. E.J. Wikes having a talk with that same official. And Reynas is at the line. Reynas has... Eight in the second half, 10 in the first, make it nine. He's got 19 on the night. Jacks Hanson, check that Bush. Jaden Bush checks in for Wellner. 
and that'll be 20. Reynas is four for four with three twos in the second half. 57-43, now down underneath for Wikes. Wikes puts it up, and he's gonna get it. EJ Wikes puts it down. He'll be going to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. And that's gonna be the first foul on Gilbertson. Sixth team foul. EJ Wikes puts up that Pine Ridge Mobile free throw and puts it down. Wikes in the second half. 13-20 in the game. Reynas dribbles through all the traffic. 2.25 left. Blue Jays trail by 11. Oh, Wikes tries to cut through the passing lane between Gilbertson and Clary. And let's see what they're calling. They're calling the deflection. Now again, the officials, to their credit, take a timeout. It was tipped. And the back, the cross-court official when consulted by the near side official said, yeah, it was tipped and the Raiders keep the ball. Get it in, Sigelski, Clary, cross, Reynas gets it back. Reynas passes underneath. Rapids is just chewing the shot. Oh, Sigelski gets it and misses it and he kicks it out. Underneath, he did not put it back up. Bush is out there right now. And they're going to call Schmelzer, and that's going to be five on Jacob, and that's going to be the 10th team foul. It'll be two-shot foul here, and I think that's five on Schmelzer. At least that's what I have. Well, they've got him for four, so somewhere along the line, I missed it, and I apologize to you. And making the free throw, Reynas, he's got 21. Rapids. 11 for 12 from the free throw line in the second half. And that goes out and Wikes gets it. 11 for 13. Wikes down to Bush. Bush for three. Way long. Going for it. And it's going to go off Wikes to Rapids. Blue Jays still hustling, but they have not scored. It's been an 11-0 run, I believe. Check that, that 1-3. It was 47-43 and then an 11-point run. Reynas gets it into Sigelski. Sigelski gets it over to Gilbertson, way out. Minute 30 left. Rapids content. <clears throat> and a timeout was called by Rapids. 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. The Blue Jays were trailing 47 43 if I've got it right and 11 to 3 run has put this one as a 12 pointer but the Blue Jays closed it to 2 but just could not get over the top Bush came in for his time and I think Wellner's checking back in probably checking in for Bush but we'll have to wait and see So the Blue Jays right now, back in conference play, found it a little bit tougher than they did on Saturday night at home. Inbounds on the near side will be the Raiders. 
but they have not been trying to run this score up. They've been just holding the ball and moving it. Sigelski gets it. And there's a foul called. I think it's on Bush. We'll have to see. Let's see who the foul is. Sigelski's going to the free throw line. Bodies in. Wellner and Wellner. So I had one on uh, Schmelzer that was on Wellner, and I apologize. So Wellner has fouled out now. Sigelski misses the first. Sigelski gets in the scorebook, though. Everybody goes, and they're just leaving right now with a minute 26 left. They're just letting Sigelski shoot it. They're not even in there in the lane, and he missed them both, and there was no attempt to rebound. They were all back to on defense. Wikes, ooh, got it. been there. Bade, long three, no good, and trying to hold on to it for Rapids. And now let's see, pulling it back. Coach had Houghton and Houghton regular, regular, ready to check in. So down by 12. Bade, baseline left, gets it to Bush. Bush puts up the three. Oh, too long. Wikes gets it back. Puts it up and just doesn't go down. Sigelski, and now they're going to call Bush for the foul on the backcourt, I think. Let's see what it, who's got the call. Let's see. And that's going to be on Schmelzer, and that is his fifth. So Houghton checks in, Aiden. And Andre went back to the bench. So Schmelzer's done for the night. He finishes with three points, and Sigelski gets it down. I think he's a little relieved. <laughs> that makes it 59-46. Minute six left, and he gets the second. Blue Jays get it into four court. Wikes for three, comes up short. And now... Andre Houghton comes in, and body goes out. 58 seconds left, Blue Jays trailing by 14. And Reynas is still out there dribbling through traffic. And they're gonna call him for a travel. He's, he's had a tough night in terms of those traveling calls. Body comes back in, and let's see. Houghton goes out, so this is like an offensive-defensive switch. Ott gets it from Wikes, 50 seconds left. Houghton, there's Bush, he gets his third three. Yes! Bush gets the three. <laughs> oh, that one was a beauty off the board. That was just like one of those Jordan Bird commercials. Off the floor, off the backboard, through the net. And that cuts it to 60 to 49. And Coach Peeper takes the timeout. Trailing by 11. I don't know that there's an 11 point play in the book. But that was Bush's third three. And he got that one off the board. And so I think he's going to stay out there right now. He's got the hot hand. Said with a total smile, Jaden Bush with the three. It may be in a losing effort, but I think there's a smile on the inside for that young man. 
So the Blue Jays are at their 10th foul. Shooting two all the way in. Rapids inbounding from their own baseline. Full court press. Sigelski going for the home run ball in the backcourt. And they're going to call Houghton. That's the team's 11th foul. Houghton picks up the personal. So Andre picks it up and Clary will go to check that. Gilbertson to the Pine Ridge Mobile free throw line. Gilbertson had nine in the first half with that thunderous dunk. And he's got 10 in the second half. So he's going for 20 here. And he gets it. <laughs> 14 for 17 from the free throw line for the Raiders in the second half. Make it 15 for 18. Gilbertson. 21 on the night. Bush again for three. Oh, off the rim. Oh! Oh my goodness, two collision. I think, I don't know who the foul's on. I think they're gonna call it on Bush. Coach Peeper's looking for a little explanation, and Bush is going to get the foul, but that was a thunderous collision. Bush, after his shot, collided with Clary, and I mean they hit almost head-to-head. -head. And Clary's going to be shooting, too, with 29.1 seconds left. And he even gets the roll off the front. He's got five in the second half, nine in the game. He's going for double figures now with this one, and he gets it. 16 for 21, oh, there's a long pass for Ott that goes too long. Now Andre Houghton comes in, and uh, I don't know if we're getting a timeout, or I think Rapids called a timeout. He might be going to make a mass substitution, I don't know. 25.4 seconds left. Blue Jays and outscored 17 to six here at the end. 11 points and the overall advantage is 15. So they had closed the gap and just Rapids just took it over. And to the credit of their coaching staff, they have been passing that ball around, working the perimeter and not seeking to run this score up. Sigelski's getting his, got his two free throws. Jaden Bush got his three. It was one for four on shooting threes, but that last collision, that was thunderous. And thankfully, neither Clary nor Bush are hurt. And uh, Houghton's having a, Discussion, I think that's uh, Andre with the official note, that's Aiden. And so again, full court pressure for the Blue Jays, even with 25 seconds left. And Rapids is keeping their starters out there, but not now, they just had one check in. Stempy, yeah, there it is, couple checked in, all right. They've left 
Only Sigelski out there, and they've got four others. And here comes Sigelski's going out, I think, and checking in. Brock Mullins, he's a uh, fan favorite here. So I would not be surprised if they try to get Mullins the ball. And there it is. It's in his hands. And he's going to drive, hop, skip, jump, and a travel. <laughs> he was so excited to have that ball and to drive. He forgot one more dribble. Bush has it now into the forecourt. Houghton for three. No, missed everything. Kept in by Ott. Ott for three. No good. Wikes picks it up and puts it down before the buzzer. And that's going to be it. And that'll be the final score of 26-20 at the half and 64 to 51. We'll be back with our Dave's County Market post game show after this. You're listening to Blue Jay Boys Basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. And welcome back to Wisconsin Rapids High School. I am downtown Alibros. Pleased to be bringing you the Dave's County Market post game show brought to you exclusively by Dave's County Market Midtown Merrill. The final score 64 51. The Blue Jays had closed it to to four at 47-43, but after that, the Raiders just took off. Taking a look at the final statistics, and I've tried to do all this math on the fly, 21 points for Ramos, 21 points for Gilbertson, 10 points for Clary, one for Dillingham, nine for Brennan, and two for Sigelski. 26 in the first half and 38 in the second half. But when you take a look at those three throws, 26 attempted, 21 in the second half. And uh, they made, I'm just trying to figure all this out right now on the fly. 18 for 21 in the second half. And overall, six buckets in the second half for the two variety, three of the three variety. And when you go over for the Blue Jays, Jaden Bush had his first three that I know of for the year. Body in the second half had a two and a three. Overall, seven points. Aiden Houghton had a three for three points. E.J. Wikes in the second half, four twos and a three. And one for one from the free throw line, which gives him 12 and 19 on the game. A two for Tyson Ott, only five for him. And two in the first half for Andre Houghton. And six in the game, three buckets for Carson Wellner. So when you take a look, 19 points E.J. Wikes. And uh, I think I've probably missed a couple of things here, so I will have to go back and double-check my math here because I think I got them all. And two threes there it was for Wikes. 15 in the second half and 22 in the game. 
So let me check my math again. And so I'm missing one other three. So I'm going to figure this out yet. But the overall scope of this game is very simple. In the second half, the Blue Jays just saw the, uh, saw the Raiders pull away. And when you take a look at it overall, I've got my numbers correct. They got 31 points in the second half, 51 overall. But they just did not have that opportunity. There's where I missed. I missed Schmelzer with a two and one for two from the free throw line for three points. So he had three in the game. But the Blue Jays overall from the free throw line, two for three in the second half and two for two in the first half. So that's four for five. And coming to join us right now for our Dave's County Market Post Game Show as I get everything set up again. He's Coach Troy Peeper and get everything hooked up. Coach, we made it tight there. Got it down to about four points. At one point, had it down to two. A little bit of discrepancy in the free throw shooting. Yeah. Four for five for us and 22 for 26 for them. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> that kind of makes up the difference. Yeah, I guess if, if going into tonight, if, I would, if you would have told me that we would have ended up even from the three-point line with them, I would have thought our chances were really well, really good of uh, coming home with a win. They made seven threes. We made seven threes. Um, they got to the basket, though. We, again, our weak side defense at times. And then some silly fouls. Um, and then some other fouls, too. That, But um, ah, it's frustrating. I, I, I can only imagine, because you're absolutely right, the difference was all at the free throw line. But when we got it back, we, we stayed with them. We got it back to two, and then when they started their run, it was 47-43, and they ran away from it from that point. Was, yeah. the, was the defense where, where the challenge was tonight again? Um, I think so at times, yeah. Offensively, though, we, we forced a little bit. We never really... We never really got a real good flow offensively as far as getting some side top side, ball reversal, making them work. Um, at times we did, but even when we did, it, it felt like if we if we had five, six passes in a possession, it felt like um, we almost started thinking like we had a shot clock or something and we had to take a shot and we would take a rush shot or, or uh, a forced shot. Um, I mean, hats off to Rapids. They played well. They well, the thing that I saw was they were daring Carson Wellner and also uh, the professor of the paint, Brody Lang, to take those threes. I mean, Clary was planted on a man-to-man -man defense in the middle of the lane, and Wellner knew, knew his limitations, and just he had about six or seven opportunities, and if he made some threes there and forced them drawn out, that changes the offensive pattern, yes or no? Yeah, I mean... It's, you know, down a couple guys. Um, you, 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 only, you only can do so much. Carson Carson's not a horrible shooter, though, but once he misses his first couple, I know that he's going to be in his head and is not going to have any rhythm to it. So 
we tried making some adjustments. We had them set some ball screens, which worked for a little while. But then again, during that stretch, we that's when we kind of made our run. But then it became one ball screen and trying to do too much rather than just using the ball screen and then continuing our, our flow of our offense and pass and move and cut and screen and slip. Uh, we just never never got a full rhythm. I thought I thought when we cut it to two and they called a timeout, I thought maybe we were gonna go on that run there. Um, but they came back. I think they the next possession out of the timeout, they missed a shot, we got an offense rebound, hit a three, and it was just like like it just the air we did, went out of the balloon. We did so good today, I thought, yeah. of rebounding. And then in a key couple spots, they got second chances and took advantage of their second chances. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I mean, I guess we followed more than they did, obviously. Um, but I thought we were aggressive enough, too, as well, to get to, get to the line more than five times. So... You know, you're gonna have nights like that. You have to find ways to, to combat it, and, and you got guys in foul trouble, and, and you have to just battle through it. And I thought we did a good job for the most part, and then they won that run after we cut it to two, and uh, we never could get, get our legs back under us. Well, Jason Bush got out there, put up some threes, puts one off. I mean, as I said, it was like Bird and Jordan, off the floor, off the glass, mm -hmm. through the net. So that was good for him. and. Uh, and he can shoot, and we knew we knew that they were probably gonna do that same defense and not guard him because he doesn't really have many stats yet. But in practice, when he hits one, he can get hot. So it was well, kind of a shot in the dark, hoping that like the last three minutes he would hit one and just become unconscious. Sort of like that can. one you got one guy years ago that uh, one kid on uh, YouTube. He put up like 18 points in the last four minutes <laughs> when he couldn't miss after the first two. So now. You regroup and you come back tomorrow night and ago and uh, no time at all. No, you, you, and it's a rivalry game. It's war on 64. So you throw all There will be no peace in our time, will there? <laughs> you throw all the records out. You know, it's, it's not a game where you can just show up and win. Um, we're going to get their very best effort. So if we're not, if we're not ready and, and done, and move past tonight and be goldfish and just, and just kind of move on, um, we'll, we'll have our hands full tomorrow night. So no time to even look at film, really? No, well, Rabbit's played Antigo, so I was able to scout both at the same time, so. What, what, what are you gonna look for? Because unfortunately tomorrow night, Coach, I'm sorry, last wrestling in Marshfield, I can't be there. But for the people who can't make it to the game, what will they hear about when they hear Wednesday morning. Um, they'll, they'll, they might show a little bit of pressure. It's kind of hit and miss on that. I think they're still trying to figure out their identity a little bit with um, Coach Smith. Um, probably see some one three one from them. Um, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing, nothing like crazy earth shattering. But if we're not ready and if we're not focused, um, we will have our hands full. That's for sure. Well. Were you pleased with the 2-3 zone play in the first half? No, not really. I, I was, I, di I didn't like our energy how we started, so I don't know if it's something where <clears throat> starting man to try to get some energy and then mix in the 2-3. I, I mean, they didn't do a lot against it, but they were getting, they were getting too good of looks. Um, 
they were just missing. We we weren't our hands weren't up. We weren't we weren't that energetic. We just weren't we weren't into it. It seemed like right away. Um, but you know, for for being a little flat, being a little off, um, not shooting the best, um, dealing with a lot of foul trouble. I mean, we were in it. We were in it for the entirety of the game until that one run. We were we were down two. We just went on a run. They called timeout, and you know, the game's up in the air. So we got to learn how to finish them. Um, still learning my bench a little bit of guys that are able to play now and and who's going to fill what roles of guys we lost. Um, so it, it's it's been there's been adversity this year, no doubt. Um, We've seen the end of the six-game losing streak tunnel, which was nice, and got a win Saturday. Uh, guys guys will just have to continue to eat up those minutes, enjoy those minutes, and, and make them good minutes because uh, we got to be deeper, and, and guys are just going to have to step up, simple as that. So um, you learn, you, you, you watch it. I watch the film on the way home, and then you you talk about it and you move on. I mean, there's there's – I mean <laughs> – Three games and four nights. Yeah, not much time to do much of anything. No. Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us again for our Dave's County Market postgame show. They value family, fresh, and you, and we value you as well. Troy Peeper, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Go, Jason. And that's going to do it for us as well. Final score, 64-51 tomorrow night. Big D joins me in Marshfield for wrestling, the last wrestling meet of the year that we will cover until then, downtown Oliveros, thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Blue Jay Boys Basketball on Blue Jay 96.3. You've been listening to Merrill Blue Jays Boys Basketball on WJMT. Tonight's game has been brought to you by Dave's County Market, Culver's of Merrill, The Pizza Shop, Park City Credit Union, West Side Market, One Way Collision Center, Subway of Merrill, Lincoln Windows, Church Mutual Insurance, Napa of Merrill, Chips Hamburgers, Ron Piffle Optometrist, Pine Ridge Convenience Store and Arby's of Merrill, Merrill House of Music and Home Entertainment, Bergner Contract Carriers, Nicolay Bank, the Merrill Ice Draggers, Wendorf Bus Service, and the Merrill Boys Basketball Booster Club. Listen all season as we bring you Merrill Boys Basketball on your voice for Merrill Blue Jay Varsity Sports. WJMT.